Welcome to Just the Two of Us, our bumpy journey called life. We are two friends that have been sharing our spiritual journey for the last 11 years. We've had wonderful moments and miracles on our journeys and also many bumps along the way. We love talking about all things related to spirituality, recovery, the heart, soul, and ego, and we enjoy sharing that with all of you as well. Today's topic is buried anger is where our power is. Yes, anger. Probably a feeling a lot of us don't like to feel, right? Mm-mm. Or don't even know we, we have it. I mean, I sure didn't. Yeah, well, if we were allowed to express feelings as a child, especially anger, then we got very clever at burying it. But in burying our anger, we buried you know, a part of our expression of being our authentic self. And so that's part of our power of being our authentic self is being able to express whatever emotions, you know, naturally come up. And healthy anger is, would be one of those. But when we deny that feeling and we shove it down, we also shove our power down too. Yeah. Yeah. I know anger... It's an uncomfortable place for me to stay. Well, we don't really want to stay there, do we? No. Only, no. Mm-mm. We're not going to stay there. We're not going to get stuck. People get stuck in anger, but... I think that's a fear of mine as I'm saying it. Like, I, yeah, I don't want to get stuck in anger. <laughs> well, no. It's, no. It's just retrieving. It's just getting more deeply honest with yourself. Like, I know you've found some anger lately, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. And probably didn't know a lot of it was there. No. And nope. so as you find this anger, do you feel like it's giving you strength? Oh, it's giving me major strength to move forward right now. It is my strength right now. Okay, so there's your power. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. without it, I'd probably turn right back into that helpless little girl. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You'd go right back to the way you were as a child. Yes, that it would take me right back there because that's where I vacillate between always have angry, feeling bad for angry, feeling bad for. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now I had to have a good scream fest the other night. I had to just let it rip. Mm. Just anger. And then, you know, underneath all that anger is just hurt. It's Mm -hmm. just hurt and heartache. Heartbreak. That's what I found. Heart of broken and that's heart. Really what, and that's really what we don't want to feel, right? Oh, yeah. That's, it can feel intense, but um, yeah. I'll keep saying I'd rather be here than back where I was a few weeks ago. I'd rather be here than back where I was a few weeks ago with that guy. Yeah. I'd rather be in truth. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And your head may try to pull you back there, but... Oh, it does. Constantly. Yeah. yeah. But you're getting stronger, Chess, and you just have to pull on that strength. Yeah. Anger is where my power is right now. hmm You yep. wanted to shove it down as a little girl. You didn't have any choice. No. Anger wasn't allowed anywhere. But no, everybody no. else was allowed to be angry. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. And anger could be scary, too. If we witness violent anger, 
than uh, abusive anger, then we would become afraid of our own anger. For sure. Fear that we could do that too, right? Absolutely. It's probably why it's still uncomfortable for me. Exactly. And I tell you, like, do I sound like this? Because I'm afraid of like sounding like this harsh person. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't like sounding that way. I don't like coming on strong with people. Yeah. I, I don't think you have to worry about that. But I think it's probably connected because I did witness a lot of violence. And so mm-hmm. I think I don't want to appear like I'm <laughs> being violent. <laughs> uh. Exactly. We reinvent ourselves. I, you know, I think about my dad's anger and my mom and it's like, I just shoved, I just shoved reality down because, um, I didn't know what to do with that other than deny parts of myself and become who they wanted me to be the good little girl, you know? Yeah. No, I'm feeling pretty pissed off lately, honestly, Mm -hmm. about, abuse that's what I really feel pissed off about is abusive people Mm -hmm. and um I keep adding things to my to my book just going back going back to childhood and really seeing it for what it was so that's bringing up more anger like wait a minute like I really normalized some crazy stuff here like this is abuse all of it and um I shoved that all down but with Mr. Shoes too had to write him a long letter that I'm not giving him. But I, I was telling you this morning, like I saw in the beginning how I was all like still like, like good girl wants to show up like filtered and like just trying to express myself calmly. By the end of that letter, I was like, mother after this, like, no, like, <laughs> let it rip. Like, no one's reading the letter anyway. And who, who am I filtering myself for? But that part of me still shows up that like that good girl that has to push I have to push it out of me sometimes yeah I just have to move the energy I mean Mm -hmm. that's all it is it's energy it's blocked energy yeah sometimes you just have to have a good swear fest like no one's listening it's not like I'm saying it to this person right yeah so let it rip Mm -hmm. I agree that's one of the most powerful things I can say (laughs) I actually say it quite often lately so not to anybody but just yeah just have to keep the energy flowing and then the thing is that you know in finding your anger and understanding that there is this thing called healthy anger then you will feel anger and outrage at things that happen in our world that are unfair unkind hurtful like you'll feel something about that deeply and as we should it's called it's part of compassion is mm-hmm. to be you know outraged by things that um are terrible there's just terrible terrible things that have happened in our world we want to be connected with i have two years put my head in the sand you know not wanting to look out in the world didn't even understand the point of it why would anybody read a paper? Why would anybody listen to the news? And I'm not promoting doing it. I'm just saying, I really just, I think I had no interest. And I knew that it would probably just be all bad stuff. And maybe I didn't want to scare myself. I felt like, what could I do by, what could I do by listening to it? Well, I'm starting to change my mind about that. I'm not really sure the direction I'm heading, 
but I notice that there's different things, um, movements, just different things happening that um, connects me to the world. And I feel something about, like, like the, um, I think she's a basketball player that is being held over in Russia. And, you know, I think they want to sentence her to 10 years in a Russian prison. She's an American, American girl and she played over there, but she came through the airport and, uh, found some supposedly hash oil in her luggage and they put her in prison. Well, over there, everybody's guilty. It's 99% guilt. So you have to just say you're guilty. Even if you, even if they planted it, which we don't know, we don't know, but she admits, she just said guilty. And now our government is in the process of trying to negotiate a swap to bring her and journalist or something that's in the prison to, to bring them home. I care about that. I pray for this, that this girl and this man both make it home safely. So I said, there was a time I thought, what, what can I do? Well, I can pray. I can care. That's what I can do. I can care. Not to the point of codependent care, not that kind of care. Just care what happens in the world and care what happens to people. I have a deep interest that I never knew I had. I buried that truth. I have a deep interest. And I, it's all part of compassion. So, but when we bury certain parts of ourselves, then a lot of other things get buried with it. So the more we can uncover, the more we can claim our wholeness, the more we can participate and feel connected. And honestly, even though it's, I'm not going to, it's disturbing. Yes, it is disturbing. Who would not be disturbed about this young girl? But um, it's what connects us. You know, like it's a shared, it's like in recovery meetings, there's a shared uh, commodity connection that happens between people that brings us together, right? Yeah. Well, there's also a shared in other areas too, not just in meetings. So I don't know. It just, I think for me, it's just, I'm kind of looking at it as connecting to something greater than myself and trusting God, but at the same time, caring about humanity, not just the people in front of me, but everywhere, everywhere. So yeah, this is a new part of me, mm-hmm. definitely a new part of me. And I didn't start out, you know, when I started out with this, I was wanted to punch my iPad. Mm-hmm. The news pissed me off so bad <laughs> that I had to shut it down for a while to get my, but it actually showed me that I had some unresolved anger in me. And so I was grateful for that. And, and like you, finding your anger now, I found some anger with some of my family members and it kind of showed up through the news. Not that they were on the news, but there were behaviors that resembled my family that I couldn't ignore. That's what I was pissed about with them. Um, So it's just, it's odd. I've been trying to understand myself with, with the news today and history. And I just discovered a part of myself, Jess, that I really actually love history and, I couldn't stand it in school. Like, I don't think I heard I don't about history in school. Mm-hmm. That's how much I checked out. And now it's like, there's just a part of me that cares. I, I, I don't know how to describe it. 
you know, no, can I do anything? I can care. That's what I can do. Right. And that's what, that's what happens in our recovery groups is we just feel the love and support. Like it's an energy of just knowing people care. And I think for those people too, that are going through hard things that somehow maybe they feel our energy that people care that gives them hope. Right. Sure. So my mind is changing about that. And I'm really good. Yeah. Nothing more healing than sending somebody some love. Yeah, exactly. And to know that people are rooting for you and they want you to, you know, rise up. Support is everything. Love and support is everything. And this woman needs to know that she matters and that nobody's Mm. going to forget her. Right? Yeah. And how important is that for us, for all of us? It's priceless. Yeah, it really is. So, yeah. So it's building a connection with the world. And it's kind of hard to disconnect and be connected. Does that make sense? Say that again. It's hard to disconnect from the events of the world and feel connected. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. It was only before saying that you know opening my heart to the world it to me I, now I look back and it's like but those were beautiful words but where was I connecting I was connecting yeah. in in things that were happening in front of me externally but was I really connecting with the world no I was shut down yeah but so as you're saying this, because I tuned out history as well, you and I have aligned on this through the <laughs> year, very much so. I tuned it all out. But do you think that we tuned out a lot of that stuff, war, awful things that you learn, just, you know, horrible things, because we couldn't look at our own pain? So do you think in looking at your own pain these last few years has helped you to be able to look out in the world and the things that are going on and in a different way because yes. yeah yes maybe no, we I think can't that... see it maybe we don't want to see the things that are going out there because we can't look at our own pain it's mirroring the maybe war is mirroring the war within us like I don't know or or the just the awful things that have happened maybe I just feel like there's got to be a connection there. And maybe the more you heal your own pain, you can then look outward with eyes of love rather than eyes of fear. Yes, absolutely. You're absolutely right about that. Like those things scared me. Me those too. Those things would make me have nightmares. Holocaust? You know, forget. Child. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but again, maybe it was, maybe it was my own pain at the time maybe it triggered you know stuff within me and I couldn't couldn't see it wouldn't even let it register I think you have to be strong within yourself to be able to be objective to not get in get in the fixed mode or you know feel like there's some we have to save the world like I thought that at one time too I had to save yeah. the world. you know all the foolishness and just really make that connection of compassion, love, kindness, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 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 And I agree with what you said. It's hard to, when we're not 
looking at our own pain, it's hard to look. But sometimes we also look at other people's pain to deflect our pain, too. So it can go either way. Codependence, we tend to deflect our pain and get into other people's pain stories. That, too. I don't get anybody's pain story. I don't feel pain about other people's stories. But I used to. Oof, used to be gut-wrenching. I would lay in bed at night awake trying to figure out how to solve somebody's problem. Mm-hmm. over and over and over again mm. i do yeah. not do that anymore at all no so yeah there's so many benefits so you keep heading the direction you are keep exploring this keep feeling the anger and the hurt and whatever shows up the grief just knowing that you know many gifts will come out of this many many gifts will come out of this yeah, yeah. And you will find more parts of yourself that you've shut down. Yeah. Lost sight of. Yeah. So all of this is moving us forward, Jess. For sure. Yeah. And I think, too, because I have sat with my own physical pain, too, because before, you know, it took my pain to be able to sit comfortably. Today I can sit comfortably with pain, anybody's emotional pain. But sitting with people's physical pain was challenging for me. So I tended to, when I see somebody in a wheelchair or uh, crutches, I would probably, uh, I think some part of me would tune it out. Like, it's not that I wouldn't smile or hold the door. I I would do those things. But inside, I think I would shut it down of really looking deeper because I was afraid of that. So when I was forced to face myself in my physical pain these past four and a half years. Um, it's really been life changing for me. And I, I, I can connect with people that are going through, you know, deeply challenging physical things with, again, not trying to fix them, but just being supportive and understanding because I do understand. I do understand. And I now can sit with my own pain, which means I can sit with somebody else's physical pain. So it's also connected And everything we heal is a gift to the world. Every single thing, little or big, that we heal is our gift to the world. The Mm. more we have to offer. The more we heal, the more we have to offer. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I love those words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm on fire today. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just truth. As I'm saying, I'm learning. That's what I love about the podcast and and our conversations, too, is I always learn. I I don't always know what's going to come out of my mouth or what my truth is until it comes out. I know. But that's some truth for me today. Yeah. It has has connected me to the world in a way that I would have never believed, ever believed. And I actually even listened to this man. He's a historian. And his voice, I love his voice. It's so comforting the way he talks about history. If he would have been my history teacher, I wonder if it would have been different. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I really don't know. I wasn't interested in history. But um, I love when he talks about different things that I never paid attention to. So I really appreciate, yeah, really appreciate history today. Yeah, yeah that's a change. I know, that's what I'm saying. I, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. this person is obviously who, part of me, but a, not, a part of me I never met before. So when people think they know themselves, but they haven't done any work, trust me, they do not know themselves. 
They do not know their potential. They do not know themselves. Yeah, that's the awesome part about the process, though. Like, you're always finding new parts. Look at you all this time later. Look at all this buried stuff I had no idea was there. Like, it's buried. It's so buried in there. Like, we're always finding new things. It's That's the awesome part about it. Yes. Yeah. And on the other side of anger is love, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, love. Yeah. And forgiveness. Yeah. And love for others. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I can roll good. with that. Yeah, no, there will be more gifts than that, though, Chaz. There will be gifts that I won't even know that's coming for you, and you won't even know that's coming for you. That's the that's the beauty is we don't know we don't know those parts of ourselves yet because we haven't claimed them. Yeah. I, I, I wrote a quote a long time ago. It says, there are parts of herself she has yet to meet. Mm. And I continue to meet parts of myself that I never knew were there. Yes. That's the whole point. That's to find who we really are that's the that is the journey <laughs> yeah that's that's the journey yeah the soulful journey the soulful journey there you go i love that well what's your word today um today is um connection and love okay um i'm going with truth and love today okay Got to keep that word truth in there right now. Saves my butt time and time and time again. So any last thoughts for today? Mm, No, I think that's it. Well, thanks for being here this morning and thanks for sharing all your wisdom with us. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Just the Two of Us, Our Bumpy Journey Called Life. Our hope is that you found what we shared helpful and that you take some of it with you as you go through your day. Until next time.